0: i'm lisa and i'm dawn and this is i hate it let's watch it where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart can i just say that we
1: opened with swans boning and i was
0: i had what they were doing there was like mounting happening but i wasn't entirely sure
1: i mean given the lead-in i want to say that's possible
0: yeah after i after we got to the point where emily was listening to gabrielle and and having sex, I was like, oh, okay, those swans may have been boning. <laughs> yeah, it was
1: an interesting intro into the episode. Do
0: swans also have the corkscrew peni, like ducks do? You don't know about this? No. Oh, corkscrew. Yeah, male ducks have corkscrew-shaped penises. That sounds painful. Yeah, yeah, I think it actually is. Um, like for the duck or for the person accepting the, <laughs> the person?
1: Oh, not person. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry <laughs> oh sweet jesus you know what i meant
0: <laughs> the receiver um i'm pretty sure for the receiver well i now i'm getting confused Unless they're equipped
1: to handle a corkscrew
0: yeah well the object is to make it to make insemination more likely Because then, like, they have to really get in there, and and then the the semen stays in. Anyway, we're talking about duck semen. It's like we're less than two minutes into the podcast. (laughs) We are. But, yeah, I wasn't expecting that tidbit of information. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. So I don't know if just because they're birds, that means that they all have corkscrew penises. But um,
1: now I know what I'm researching later.
0: Yep. Google it. It will horrify you. Great. Anyway, sex. This was a sex-heavy episode.
1: Very. And I was surprised at it only because Emily comes off as such a prude to me. She so many ways, and She was not in this episode. she was not. I really thought it was going to be this whole, like, oh, it was
0: great meeting you. Okay. But, like, no. I was... I don't know. She took a stranger home to Bone. She did. And was it just because she was feeling envious of gabrielle and camille or does she just want to have sex
1: i think it could have been a combo i think it was there was a little envy there but there was also that like uh the pent-up frustration probably of having kissed gabrielle and then not getting him mm-hmm. and then knowing what's going on below you every night almost and it's like okay well this guy is let's be real he was hot he he had a way about him. He
0: vaguely resembles um my current hookup situation. Oh, like when he cuts his hair shorter. Mm. It's not short right now, but I was I was actually almost uncomfortable watching it because I was like, oh my god, this really looks like him. I feel weird. But uh, yeah, so I was a little distracted by that. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I thought it was very cute and I think she the conversation was something that, yeah, I think it would have led me into a nice bone sash, I think.
0: Yeah, but does this actually happen to people? I was trying to think about no. this while I was watching because I'm like, am I just a really closed off introverted person I mean, same where people wouldn't even think to approach me in a situation like that but also just like does that situation occur to people <laughs> I I mean it doesn't I seem think it real.
1: does it's just not us I don't know it's very like it annoys me that it's
0: she gets mm. everything so easy. yeah and like random strangers are just like hitting on her I mean cafes. I do get the
1: context of how it all went down like they were both watching this couple or not couple and they were you know just figuring out what was going on with them so i see that banter the fact that it continued and it led to that i would never be so lucky i don't think
0: yeah it's just, is this like the french way where men are just really assertive in terms of going well after mindy
1: said that women? she goes they're just very sexual beings and
0: and and sure yeah i I mean, if we're to believe all the stereotypes, then yes. But I don't know. It just seems like everybody that Emily has met has just struck up a conversation with her in in the most random situations where if I were in that situation, I wouldn't even think about talking to somebody in my vicinity.
1: Right. I feel, though, she, to some capacity, sticks out like a sore thumb. And that's what attracts people to her in a way, like to figure out what she is, who she is, why she's there.
0: And little do they know she's so uninteresting, (laughs) so
1: uninteresting. And it's, and you and I, I mean, we can use the the word that Mindy used, flaneur, yes, which I loved. I had to write that down because it means like we don't judge others for being lazy because that's just the way to be. And I'm like, I need to move to Paris.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I would love to be where I could sit at a cafe
1: all day and nobody is going to think. (laughs) anything of it
0: yes um more and mindy i really enjoyed her outfit her little pink yes i was gonna say i
1: love her fashion (laughs) unbelievably like i would never be able to
0: wear that outfit no but but i like Emily out of
1: the park with fashion yeah
0: she knows what she's doing i think maybe emily is just a little bit too american still Mm -hmm. in the way her fashion is but mindy seems very in tune with with what she should be wearing So I've been saying for weeks now that I wanted more on Mindy, more background. you got it this episode. I did, and I'm not entirely happy with it. Why? Uh, I thought that the pop star thing, like the, the Chinese pop star anecdote, didn't really make sense to me.
1: It was a weird... I wasn't expecting... It was
0: kind of out of love field, and I think part of that is because... Mindy comes across so confident and self-assured and the fact that she would have something like this in her past that really shook her up and made her feel traumatized. I I don't really buy it fully.
1: But I feel like that's the go-to for like, oh, my parents don't like what I want. Mm -hmm. And I always feel like it's one of those types. I'm not saying it's a far-fetched dream because she has a great voice. It's it's always something like that. It's always some artsy type of scenario where it's like they wanted me to do this, but I wanted to go into showbiz. Right. (laughs) Showbiz or like I wanted to be a painter. I wanted to be a writer and my parents didn't understand. That's that's the storyline that we get with everything.
0: It is it is a classic trope. And I don't necessarily think that means that's not the road they should have taken. I just don't. I don't like the way that they did it mm. the, with with the Chinese pop star audition because that, first of all, it didn't seem indicative of her actual talent. She said she choked, but I I just everything we've seen of Mindy, she's so confident. She has a lot of, but I faith also in think herself. that's what
1: Paris has done to her because she came to a place that she just feels herself in, and nobody knows her there, so she can be confident because nobody knows about it.
0: I guess I I don't know. I it just doesn't track with me for who they've built Mindy to be.
1: I think she was always confident the Chinese pop star thing happens, she escapes the scrutiny, she comes to Paris and she gets her confidence back. So I think there was just a break in the confidence. Yeah. And you know, that's
0: I what yeah. Happened. Well, the thing the scene in the park where she sings. Uh, amazing. Well, first of all, yes. Amazing talent. Loved it. I also loved how her,
1: the kids she watches come up and, like, hug her. I thought that was cute at the end.
0: (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) My point was going to be more so along the lines of, like, as someone who actually has, like, pretty crippling, like, performance anxiety, like, getting up on a stage and... Even I would never have done that. No, no. And so so that I think that's part of where my confusion comes in is like, if you were truly traumatized by this experience, I think maybe you wouldn't have leaned into this random performance in the middle of the park.
1: I wouldn't have stood up and like. Walked to the middle of the park. No, like I would have kind of like stayed in my seat and said, "Just don't look at me while I." Yes, I
0: agree. I agreed with her wholeheartedly when she said, "Just don't Don't look look at me." me." I totally get that the feeling of eyes on you is very paralyzing. So yes, I understand that. But yeah, she she set herself up on a stage basically to perform this.
1: But I also think it was her to just have her back to the rest of the park. And knowing, and then telling Emily, don't look at me. So she had some type of a barrier, but it didn't work.
0: Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't buy any of it. Like, I just, I, I feel, I would never even attempt this. No, I would be like, okay, way.
1: let's go back to your apartment and then I'll sing. Exactly. Even or then, I'll record something. Yeah, even then,
0: no. Like, I, I just. Uh, yeah, so, I'm not performing
1: for anyone. So.
0: Yeah. Story. So for her to have this apparently traumatic incident as a Chinese pop star and then to do something like this. Like that's where my part of my disconnect comes in. Cause I'm just like I feel like I personally had a traumatic audition incident um in middle school. I auditioned, they were doing Peter Pan, the musical. Ooh. And I sang I Got a Crow oh <gasps> great song yeah yeah and and it wasn't a terrible experience like I think I did a pretty decent job but I was not cast as a cast member or a chorus member and so right and that's the last time I can remember ever putting myself out there in a in a singing environment and it, it traumatized me so much that like I never did anything else like that for the rest of my school oh, career. Like I didn't go out for solos. I was just very insecure about my abilities, my talents, and everything. And I'm not going to blame everything on that one audition, but yeah, I sure feel traumatized by it. So uh, I can I can tell you right now, I'm not going to be going out in the middle of a park and just letting it all out.
1: For, right for the <laughs> for I get shits it. and
0: giggles. So, I think as I said, I've been waiting for this moment for a long time where we get more from Mindy and I was just kind of disappointed overall. That's
1: allowed. <laughs> That's why we do this. Okay, good. We could go into
0: the whole uh the whole meeting with Pierre. Yes, Pierre. This is the least interesting part of the it show. It really is,
1: but it's just one of those things that leads me up to our constant hate of how she always gets her fucking way.
0: Yeah, and I and <laughs> it's becoming pre- too predictable.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, and it's you know everything's gonna resolved happen. in the same episode. Like nothing really, like <laughs> there's an eighties dance party happening outside.
0: I'm absolutely obsessed with this song. <laughs>
1: want to dance um but anyway (laughs) back to this back on track um no i just feel any issues she has gets wrapped up within the episode Mm -hmm. and it's like makes it more of a sitcom than the type of show it's supposed to be right and it's like oh you know womp womp you know like oh and then you get the at the end he it, wants the resolution to be, yeah it's very Although we
0: didn't get to see the meeting so i guess we don't necessarily know that no but i mean deal. it's very
1: like oh he asked for her he asked for gossip girl that was a little funny that like she says her yeah. whole thing and then he's like i can't believe i yeah her. i
0: didn't hate that moment. i thought that was
1: actually kind of funny <laughs> i you didn't expect him to say that yeah um, it i laughed was, aloud um she didn't really find it that amusing though i think like she was in this mode of like i'm trying to make a point
0: yeah and she unless got you're gonna take it seri- out of the right
1: you're like i want to be taken seriously and you
0: are talking about gossip right girl. and now
1: you're actually siding with me in a way you're accepting me without saying you're accepting me
0: yeah i think she wanted she wanted to make more professional headway and he just kind of seemed to want to right and Chat. I did not like the headpiece she wore. Just saying. no, thank you so much. And I was gonna ask you what to call it because I I to, I said around? I hate her hairband question mark.
1: It gave <laughs> me um, never ending story vibes. Oh yes, yeah.
0: I I mean I don't necessarily have a bad associ- association. Not a bad, but that. like
1: that's I believe that's the type of headpiece she wore. <laughs> so it gave me that vibe plus. She has Emily has a very thin face. Lily Collins has a very thin face. So She's that's, a thin,
0: everything, can right? We just so say. the
1: whole like slicked back hair. Yeah, it wasn't a good. It was
0: very alienish to me. Yes, <laughs> no, it was kind of otherworldly looking. Yeah,
1: I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a, the ballet. Yeah, it
0: wasn't, like, a tiara, but it also wasn't, like, a headband. Because, you know, you see brides do this a lot where they have, yes. like, a bedazzled sort of headband situation. But this was not that. So, yeah. I also
1: felt like it wasn't the place for it. I didn't find yeah. it very...
0: No. It wasn't good. No. Um, I did not love the look. I Her dress was fine. It was okay. The dress was nice. Yeah. yeah. It was fine.
1: She was better dressed than he was. He seemed very... Granted, he hated everything about... We need to get into Tomas.
0: <laughs> Tomas.
1: Tomas, because... Uh, we
0: don't pronounce all the letters in French. Uh, whatever. So like Tomas. He doesn't deserve <laughs> it. But
1: then again, I feel like he's every man I've ever met.
0: Uh, okay, so I have feelings about this. Well, actually, I want to start with the question of... So after their initial sexual encounter, when she's like, you sure you don't want to use my shower? And he was like, no, I don't want to wash you off me just yet. Sexy or not sexy? I'm
1: indifferent. Indifferent. Because initially I'm intrigued. I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's kind of (laughs) hot. But then, no. The initial, like, it's kind of the, I guess, the surprise of the statement that I'm appealing, like, that is appealing to me. But then the actual act of that you did not shower after sex. Mm Mm-hmm. Or do anything. Like, not even, like, a baby wipe.
0: <laughs> well, we don't know that he didn't do a baby wipe. It, it was well, just right, but it was shower. just, I
1: think that it was, the fact that it was acknowledged at all,
0: I feel like. Yeah, he didn't, you, he didn't cleanse himself.
1: Right, but would you literally, like, as you're walking a guy out, be like, you you could use my shower. Like, I'm not thinking, I don't think I'm thinking of that. Like, just leave.
0: Well, she said, are you sure you don't want to use that? As though she had asked him, like, a couple of times before they got out to that point but it got like he probably wasn't going to change his mind at that moment right to be like you know what i actually now that i've put all my clothes on and we've walked all the way outside i do want to use your shower
1: <laughs> yeah she's all dressed ready for the day like i can't i don't know but it was just kind of i didn't find it like horribly gross i didn't think it was like i mean it was a one night it granted it wasn't a one night stand but it could have been and at right. that point who gives a shit yeah she showered. She's clean. Who cares?
0: Did she? We don't know.
1: I would hope so. Unconfirmed. The way she was dressed, I would hope she showered. Part well, of that now after.
0: this is different because now I don't shower. at Like, would you like? I might be a little bit offended, or I might think of it differently if I was like, I'm gonna hop in the shower. Do you want to hop in the shower with me? Right.
1: Like, I'm gonna. I need to clean you up. I feel disgusting. <laughs>
0: Well, okay, so, like, let me just say, like, I don't necessarily mind a shower immediately after, especially if it's, like, a pretty sweaty encounter, but...
1: If it's really good, like, I don't think I've had that kind of sex in a long... Well, I sex in a long time, <laughs> but, like, I haven't had that type where I am sweat, like, where I feel like I need to bathe, like, I... And also, my last sexual encounter, I'm literally kicked out the door immediately, like, there's no <laughs> okay, offering I'm a saying. shower... <laughs> So when this kind of happened, it didn't even cross my mind because I'm like, oh, uh, whatever. Okay. I didn't know that was ever really a discussion.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay.
1: I've never been in that situation. I often
0: close my sexual encounters with a shower. Okay. Like, just... With
1: them still there? Yeah. Yeah
0: yeah because it, it's like i mean like, i go to
1: the bathroom because you're supposed to
0: it's the <laughs> those yeast infections am i right, right? like i'm
1: responsible in that In that respect
0: <laughs> yeah this is more like um like he's a little bit sweatier than i am and it's like and then if he's here i'll be like do you want to take a shower and then he'll say yes and then i'll be like okay like obviously i'm gonna take a shower with you like <laughs> why would i not and then if we're at his place And he's like, I'm going to take a shower. Do you want to come with? And I'm like, sure. Because why would I say no?
1: Never been in that (laughs) And you know what? And now I
0: don't know if I should be insulted.
1: (laughs) No, you shouldn't be. I think you're doing the right thing. Um, Whereas some of my sexual encounters are prohibited. And they should probably shower before they leave.
0: Right. To avoid. Oops. Uh,
1: Not my problem.
0: Well... But back to the show. Anyway, I just... Okay, so the my the reason I even brought that up in the first place is I think it's not necessarily gross to leave an encounter without showering yourself, but to admit that it's because you don't want to shower the other person off of you yet, I feel is a little uncomfortable. I felt uncomfortable with that statement. Uh, yeah, I
1: mean, it was a little eh, but the fact that he wanted to see her again, I think I'd be like, okay, this is all good, like... He, did, he wasn't disgusted by her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there was no, like, weirdness where...
0: I just don't I, think it's uncomfortable or, like, weird to be like, I do kind of want to shower after we just did the nasty. Right, but so. the
1: awkwardness of it, you're already out the fucking door.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, the time of which that question was asked was inappropriate, but I'm assuming that she had asked him prior to that. And if we're assuming that she showered and he declined, that's kind of weird to me.
1: And, and... Given how many Petit Mours they had, mm-hmm. I would assume that they were way sweatier than I'm, right. I'm used to.
0: It, yeah, multiple times over the course of the night. You, you probably want to shower in the morning.
1: Right. that Right. It's different in that aspect. It's not like a quickie.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. But it's just, it was, it was a weird outside already dressed question. If it's over
0: in 20 minutes, you probably don't need a shower. But, like, if it's an ongoing right. thing, then sure. <laughs> Just talked a lot about post-sex hygiene. That's fine. I mean, the, again, we said this episode was very sexual. Something in we need need to
1: cover. But we're still talking about him because, yeah, I was very intrigued by him in the beginning. I liked him a lot. I liked his intellect. I liked his sarcasm. I I liked a lot. And then as they went on the double date, I was like, this is not going to end well, and. Yeah. I wanted to ask you, did you find him. Hmm. I'm trying to word this properly.
0: Okay. I'm waiting. Do you think he was trying too hard? No. Okay. I think he was being himself. Himself. And himself was a dick. Yeah. I I think that was pure tomah. I just. The the PDA,
1: the mushiness to a degree, and then. I feel like once he kind of saw Gabriel's reaction to him in a way, he kind of pushed it a little further.
0: I thought that Tomas was actually uh, pretty genuine in terms of how he behaved from, like, minute one till, like, the very end of the episode. Oh, I think he
1: was his genuine self, but it was just heightened due to audience. I feel Could be.
0: Like. I, I just he reminds me of a lot of people that I've encountered throughout my life who uh, are so self-absorbed that they don't really seem to understand how
1: there's no self-awareness.
0: Yeah, what they're saying is ca- how it's coming off to other people, and that's totally what was happening on that double date. Right. I don't think he was trying to be derogatory. Actually. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he was intentionally no, trying to wasn't. be rude. He's just a rude person. <laughs> it right. Doesn't occur to His him. His comments are. And yeah. I was actually shocked that Emily didn't pick up on it to the point where like when they got back to her apartment that night, she still wanted to sleep with him. Cause if a guy, I was surprised. If at a that guy too. that I was with was that rude to my friends and we got back to the apartment and he was like, Okay, let's go have sex, I'd be like, uh, no, thank you. I'm good. Yeah,
1: I would have been very, <laughs> yeah, very turned off. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
0: So I don't know if, she, I mean, she obviously she was stupid because didn't, it didn't even occur to her that he might be an asshole until Gabrielle ran into her in the stairwell and was like, hey, your boyfriend's an asshole. And then she was like, wait, oh my God, he is an asshole. It's like, you're so stupid.
1: And then he says the thing that oh, annoys me and yes. I hate
0: this. Yes. Go ahead, John. Go ahead. I'm totally on your side. Continue. She
1: thinks she's wasting her time on a guy who doesn't deserve her.
0: You don't know.
1: You don't know first. You don't get to decide that. You don't get to say that. You literally (laughs) kissed her having a girlfriend again, something I know way too fucking much. But it's just you don't get to say that. You can't say that to me. Yep.
0: Yep. Sorry. Yep. 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 That bothered. Totally with you. Totally with you. I hated that whole conversation. Hated it a lot. Oh, and it was worse that she had to be wearing that fucking headpiece. On head. <laughs> I know I couldn't stop staring at it, and she was so rude to him because she was like, "You're not from Paris either." And it was like,
1: "What are you? What are you doing? Who are you?" Yeah, right, like that bothered me too because it was like, <laughs> "Yeah, he's being you're rude a to you.
0: Stranger at this point. Yeah, but also like, who are you to tell him that he doesn't know what he's? He's like one of the about. only people
1: that has like helped you through this whole experience, and yeah. you're being like oh no, yeah. that bothered me too i
0: know yeah the the men in this episode i was not on board really so much it with. was it
1: you know like a pissing contest for a while and they, it was
0: very yeah if they talked less i think i would have been more into both of them i was very too much talking
1: annoyed with yes toma is a
0: complete intellectual brute i hated it complete intellectual brute. I'm sorry I really like that.
1: <laughs> I that it's in my notes.
0: Um love it.
1: So when we get to the whole getting to the op, uh, to the ballet and he says, "Ugh, they're playing swan like swan like so what? basic." <laughs> like just these comments that are he's spewing is just You're with the girl you like. Shut the fuck up. She invited you to the fucking ballet. Just be nice and accept Oh, That annoyed yeah. me a lot. Well, I
0: mean, that goes back to what I was saying. Like, he's just right. completely unaware that what he's saying is rude. Which is not an excuse, but it just Even explains... Even when she flips
1: him off, he's like, that's a gesture. It's not yeah. a sign. <laughs> I, like, like, I
0: kind of giggled at that. that, that yeah, yeah, no,
1: that, that was good. <laughs> but it was like, he had to have the last word. And it was just very typical of a man, I feel like. Anyway. Oh, yeah. I
0: know a million guys just like him, so... <laughs> it was, uh... It was too real. So... Oh, I I hate how thinly veiled the themes are in in Emily in Paris because obviously her work life is paralleling her romantic life because Gabrielle is basically supposed to represent like the simple, the non pretentious, potentially the basic in a way, and then you have Thomas who's like the the Pierre equivalent mm-hmm. of things, you know, all this appreciation for education and artistry and such. And and Emily's having to choose who she belongs with. And it's, it's similar in her work environment. Like, she has to figure out whether she should change herself to appeal to Pierre or just be more of herself <laughs> in order to hook Pierre, which yeah. is what she does. Eventually. I did
1: appreciate... How she went about telling him or explaining to him. This was one why of her best is the way she is yes. pitches, and I think ever. Yeah, and I think it should have been around more people. <laughs> right, there should have been more witnesses to this display like it of competence. Been, right, it should have been at like the meeting where Sylvie hears it. Mm-hmm. Everybody fucking hears it because she wasn't wrong, and I feel like that's a lot. Of how pe- she she described America, like she mm-hmm. described how we can be. Like I remember growing up, being in high school, needing a Dooney and Burke bag. Do you remember Dooney and Burke mm-hmm. being like the mm-hmm. bag to have? That's what it's like. Like you weren't anybody without a design or something. Mm-hmm. And I really did love her description of that. Like this is. You know we are do. We did everything we could just to have a little bit of that feeling right. of what it made, like what it made others feel like, and I think that's why he reacted the way he did. Mm-hmm. Again, I wish. I think she wished she got more of like praise for it, but instead it was him just being able to associate
0: himself with her and right a way. connect on a level yeah. that he wouldn't have expected himself to because she's so basic, but. I do think that's why it was a more successful pitch because for once she was drawing on personal experience, creating a tangible vision that you or I could relate to not these like abstract concepts of wearing poetry or expensive sex and all the other bullshit that has come out of the show prior like this was something that if you ever went through this if you ever had that experience of trying to you know keep up with the brands and have designer pieces you can relate to that feeling and i it it was just so much better than everything else that's come before it that it was kind of baffling that, yeah <laughs> that it, happened it felt at all. It, it
1: was the most realistic encounter and conversation because i feel like everything leading up to it was just always old versus new in terms of oh you have this young girl who doesn't know a fit and doesn't know what she's talking about and she's only about social media and that's all she cares about and i feel like every episode comes back to that where it has to do with the social media and especially mm-hmm. it's always what sylvie's bringing up it's yep. always like you hate her because of social media okay well sylvie needed to hear that mm-hmm. speech right yeah and it just that's again i hope going forward that's in the back of Emily's mind when she approaches things because you're not cracking the people that you need to crack in a way like again I think Sylvie sees her you know even when you know oh he asked for gossip girl I can only assume that was you and it's like yeah no shit
0: like (laughs) you knew she was gonna
1: you knew she was gonna go against your wishes and behind your back and because that's what she's done for six
0: episodes right I had it I had one of the first notes I took for this episode was odds of Emily following orders, zero.
1: <laughs> but it's like, it's such a predictable.
0: Yeah, it's a formula. Yeah. Every episode she's presented with a challenge. Sylvie shuts her down for it. Emily completely goes against her wishes and pursues that challenge anyway and somehow manages to make it a success either personally or for Savoir.
1: It's not realistic. It's It's just... The only Grossly. realistic thing that would ever happen if I went to Paris is being a lazy son of a bitch.
0: I would eat lots of pastries and and drink a lot of wine. Yep, I mean, <laughs> live in the what dream. What
1: else could you do?
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> there's nothing else there.
1: I would make sure though that my apartment was on
0: a lower floor. Oh, so you don't have to carry all your shit up yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, or just walk upstairs daily, Ginger. The other thing I just, I really need to talk about because it's bothering me so much. Mm-hmm. What is Emily in this company? Because sometimes she acts like she is superior to Sylvie. And other times Sylvie treats her like garbage and Emily can't do anything about it. And mm-hmm. I don't understand the power dynamic situation. Neither do
1: I, but this is how I kind of interpret it. Okay. Sylvie is her boss regardless but Emily thinks that since she is the one that was sent from the American office that she has some upper hand in some way like she's coming in with gold for some reason mm-hmm.
0: yeah i thought that her position was sort of like a transition that's what agent. i thought but i always go back to that episode where she introduced those that code of conduct and that's not something that someone who isn't a supervisor could do. Right. You know, like, you can't impose a new code of conduct on an office that you're not the manager of.
1: Yeah, I don't know where that came from because we never went back to yeah, it. Yeah, we, we have
0: no idea. I, and, and that's why I'm not really, sh- that's why I'm confused. I feel like, yes, it was something to, like, signals. it
1: was something to shake them up, but then we don't go back to it. So, and again, she seems to only be like the social media influencer of the company like she's going to introduce but they already had that right already had a social media department or whatever but i don't know it just again i feel like it's that whole american authority situation where she's not the boss but she's going to act like the boss until she gets there.
0: I just, I feel like she should be throwing her weight around more if she's the bot. Because they're, like, Sylvie, the way that Sylvie was treating her early in the episode where she didn't speak to her and she was only speaking to her through Luke. Right, and like, she
1: told her to come in late so she wasn't going Yeah, at meeting. that
0: was so fucking rude. And if Emily had any sort of authoritative power... Should have, like, raised hell about that. That's what I would have done.
1: And also, we're in episode six, and we don't have another communication with Madeline.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea what's going on with her. Yeah.
1: So, it's like, again, we're not going back to the anchor of why she's there in the first place. (laughs) Sure. So, I'm kind of confused there, because there's no feedback.
0: Right. Yeah, there's no communication between America and Paris, and... And if Sylvie is so unhappy with Emily, like why Send can't she back. fucking fire her? Yeah, and that's that's why I'm confused because Like she'll
1: make she'll make comments about it, but yes, she doesn't act she on it. She
0: constantly threatens to. So that's why I'm confused about where the power right, lies yeah, in this relationship. Authority. Somebody at this point should have fired the other person or at least formally reprimanded them.
1: I agree. I'm thinking though now. Yes, she is her boss there. But the upper hand comes from whoever sent emily there or in this case if say it was madeline mm-hmm. whoever sent there the superiors and she really can't go back on what they say it's not necessarily emily mm-hmm. or again if it was madeline actually going it's not them they're not the boss but their boss mm-hmm. Is the upper hand to both Sylvie and Emily?
0: Even that's
1: if, what I'm thinking. Well, even
0: if that's true, they should. So she could say whatever, whatever she more... wants, but she doesn't have the power. Yeah. Well, they just they should have Emily should have more authority to tell Sylvie like you can't treat me this way because and and that's and that's still my problem with Emily is that she's not standing up to Sylvie. She just keeps being Emily and thinking that that's going to win Sylvie over in some way. And I think I think. Sylvie's just gonna respond to strength and Emily is just like hey girl okay I'll never say that again haha ha. like are oh, you she kidding? even tells
1: her at the end do less. Yeah so like
0: d- uh.
1: like don't be yourself.
0: And and if Emily doesn't want to change herself to to meet Sylvie's expectations then tell Report back to your bosses and be like, this woman is making it incredibly difficult for oh, me it's always gonna to be do, do my job.
1: I'm sorry, because even when she dresses for the meeting with Pierre, mm-hmm. she wears all black. Yep. And she says to her, that's not black. That, like, yep. that's off black. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of like, nothing
0: is yeah. ever going to exactly. satisfy this woman. Exactly.
1: But I also think it's a power struggle because... You do have a younger person coming in with amazing ideas. I could get clipped.
0: Sure. And and that's totally reasonable. But like So I think that's her
1: defense. She's at behaving
0: this point. like a child. She's so immature in the way that she's handling this. And in any reasonable company, there would be consequences for the way that, like, she's... Unless she's, like, the... T- and I don't even know what Savoir's deal is. Is this their only office? Do they have multiple offices? Are they a corporation kind of situation where they have a hierarchy that they're listening to? I I just don't get... We keep going back and forth with Sylvie saying, I'm gonna fire you, and Emily's like, ha 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 ha, like, you're gonna do what I say, though. And it's like, w- <laughs> why? I... <laughs> I don't, get, I don't get any of it. I don't know. Right. It's bothering me.
1: Who's the most threatened? We don't know.
0: Yeah, Who's has the most to lose here? Who could actually lose their job if they don't do it properly? I don't know. Hmm. But I guess we're not going to find out because Emily just keeps knocking him out of the park. Yeah. So there's that. Drives me insane. Do you have anything else? To no, do? I think. Rewriter's room? I do have a rewriters room. Oh, snap. Let's go to the rewrite. I just- <laughs> really love doing that. I really do, and I don't know why. I Because we have music for it, and it's very nice music. It is. Anything you can do, we can do better. Welcome to the rewriters room. Okay, so let's just... Let's- I only have
1: one thing. Okay. And I... Th- think it's just, I understand that there are half-hour episodes and all that, but I didn't like that we get introduced to characters so quickly, and then they get pulled away so quickly. So, like, we get introduced to Ma, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is a great potential for her, whatever. Immediately he's a dick, and immediately he's gone. And I'm right. kind of like, oh. Like, there's no, like, yep. we don't get enough time to develop a relationship to really get to hate him. Like, mm-hmm. you would immediately make us hate him and it's like, oh, he only lasts an episode. It, it just bothered me because I felt like that could have been a decent storyline, a, a decent relationship, interpersonal scenario mm-hmm. that could have gone on a few episodes and it was literally cut short.
0: Well, I think this, this even fits into what I was saying before about how all the episodes fit so neatly into their themes and how... Things start and end in the same episode, getting from beginning to finish, and Emily learns a lesson along the way. Or you know, like like we we reach the theme of the episode here. So you know, uh, what's his face, Tomov was in- accusing Emily of being basic essentially at the end, which is how they got started talking, right? And then also, made. Gabrielle seemed basic in comparison because he was so cultured and pretentious and whatever. So, like, all of that resolved itself within this 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And and that's a very sitcom thing to do where you introduce a conflict at the beginning and by the end it's resolved. And I, I think that's exactly what you're saying. Like, it just... I didn't like, I didn't, you know... It was over before it started.
1: Yeah, and it w- I felt like that could have been a decent storyline or added to, you know, like... Everybody else gets to be in every episode. Like, give her a little more... Like, she learns all this within a day or two? Mm-hmm. I don't know about that.
0: Yeah. and it was Right? The, that was
1: over at least two, three days.
0: It was the same as that guy that she met at the party that Mindy threw for her that um, told her he, like, <laughs> liked American pussy. <laughs> and it was just so quick from, like, meeting this guy to being like, nope. And it, it was... It's just... She... I feel like I know what you're trying to say, but I can't say it either. She's only experiencing things that it's situational. will service the
1: plot. It's like Right, it's situational. Yeah. So she's only going to go through it because her surroundings are making her go through it. Yeah. In a way. Like, she just, oh, she's met a guy, you know, there's a party, so she has to meet a guy there. And at this point, she's dealing with Gabriel, so that can't last. So, oh. Done. Like it's it's very yeah, I don't
0: it's very convenient the way things happen mm-hmm. and when they happen. It it's it's very obviously scripted. Yeah. It never feels organic. So yeah, that's a good thing to change. The thing that I want to change for this episode, we kind of touched on I would love to skip the toxic male jealousy nonsense. So not only that conversation between Gabrielle and Emily on the stairwell, but the conversation that Toma and Emily have in her apartment where he's like, I don't think Gabrielle likes me. And it's like, he brought it up immediately. Right. Too. Which I honestly, well, I mean, again, he's unaware of how his conversation is yeah. is coming off to other people. So yeah, I don't think Gabrielle liked him, but not because he was necessarily jealous, but just because he thought You're he was a, a tool. Yeah. So like, there's that. But to say that to somebody who you've hooked up with once to already be like, mm, this guy is so jealous. I was very, yeah. I didn't I was like very. That.
1: I didn't like. I also didn't like that initial clinginess too. Like, yes, he really attached himself.
0: I'll see you tomorrow. It's like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, okay. I mean,
1: the sex <laughs> had to have been. good. I mean, I'm assuming the sex was very good. Yeah, she had three orgasms. that believe. Three.
0: That's. I mean, I'm lucky if More I get one. <laughs> <gonna say. laughs> a rubik's cube down there <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that's a first <laughs> but um i totally get it i think yeah it was a cleanest factor and i
0: he was coming on really strong but for, did, but again it needed to happen things. because
1: he was only staying one episode yeah. so we had to get everything in but no pun intended
0: yeah, I mean, I already didn't like Tomas, so, like, for him to have that conversation... See, I, was, like, I did like him, and well, then Well, this they, was after the dinner, so, well, like, no, after I the dinner, like, I didn't like him at the like, dinner. No, I didn't like him at the dinner. But
1: I hated that I did like him, and I had to hate him really quickly.
0: Yeah, I... Yes, I mean, we did... I did also... Um, I was charmed by him mm-hmm. initially at that cafe. I was annoyed a little bit that that happened, because wouldn't it be great if hot guys just started hitting on me in cafes? Yeah. <laughs> And then went home with me and gave me three orgasms. So, like, that would be ideal. But Oh, totally. But then the problem is always that next day when they start showing their true colors. So I I wasn't necessarily heartbroken over Tomas, but, like, to then have Gabrielle be such a dick about it and and do that thing like, you know, you deserve someone better. I
1: was surprised that he... I really Attested hated it. So quickly? Yes.
0: I really hated it because I don't like that.
1: Because again, it was day one or two. Like, I mean, we'll say two or three, I meant. But see if he's sticking around before you really give her the speech, you know? Right. Like she's not engaged to the guy. Yeah. Not, and honestly, saving her from a lifetime of shit They don't life.
0: even have the kind of relationship where I think no. it would even be appropriate to tell them, like, oh, I don't really like the person you're dating. <laughs> Right. Like that, and just because they have some sort of history there however brief i just i don't think that's appropriate at all so it was uh it was just kind of annoying to me and it made me dislike um gabrielle a little he's beautiful so i don't hold it he
1: is i didn't like him frowning the entire episode yeah he was very pouty <laughs> did not
0: like him. brooding and such i have a couple quick comments okay of things that are unrelated to everything else we talked about it's weird to hear in the beginning when gabrielle and camille were having sex and emily was overhearing it's weird to hear them uh say we oui, instead of yes <laughs> i didn't pick up on that to be honest because they're like we oui! oui! really? we <laughs>
1: a child would say on like a swing exactly exactly
0: it took me out of the moment a little bit and i was just like oh no <laughs> french people are weird when they have sex right <laughs> whatever i mean it's their language like, i think screaming yes should be universal <laughs> i think so too everyone should say yes <laughs> or even see you know italian right, yeah. and espanol like that's fine si, si. It's no just... that's weird too yeah okay yeah <laughs> do you think yes sounds weird to them Is it just less weird to us because that's what we do? But I mean, do the wait? Okay, here's another question: Do the French say "we" when they're on the swings? (laughs) Probably not. What do they do? I don't know. What do they do when they're having fun in France on a swing? (laughs) I don't know. That's the one thing I didn't do in Paris. Oh God! (laughs) But I need to know. Um, if you're French, please email us. Yeah, right. I hate it. Let Let's watch know. it at gmail.com. What do you say when you're on the swings and you're having a good time? Is it we? Is it something else? I must know. The other thing was at the very end uh, when Emily and Tomas are at the ballet and Tomas is, like, talking about how uh, Swan Lake is simple and then – or something – or is basic. And then he says something about being simple-minded and Emily's, like, simple-minded? And he's, like, simple but beautiful. It's like – Good save, Thomas! Yeah. Very good. That definitely worked. <laughs> like, what? He's so dumb. It's yeah, thick. so dumb. Those are my things. I just needed to get those out there. I'm assuming you have some French words for us I to do say. I do have another phrase. <gasps> a phrase!
1: I feel like we've graduated to phrases now.
0: Oh, wow. I feel really important and special. This kind
1: of goes with the episode a little bit. It goes with us every week. <laughs> okay. Je voudrais un verre devant. Je voudrais oh fuck <laughs> je voudrais je voudrais un verre un verre, un verre du vent du it? Vin.
0: Voilà. I'd like a glass of wine yes 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 oui oui <laughs> oui, oui, oui 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 oh my god
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a late night for us <laughs> so next time we. oui <laughs>